boy, oh boy, Henny Penny, you'd think the the sky is falling because um, Doug Ford slashing Toronto Council in half, half has been met with, you know, one part hysteria, half part lunacy, with a lot of people saying that this is an affront to, to democracy. Federal Liberal MP Adam Vaughn went on a tirade saying that this is vindictive, destructive, and thoughtless, and we're going to fight it. Got to get him a cape. What would his cape look like? Uh, and, and you know, I don't think the feds, well, they can pick a fight. You know, if it works for them politically, then, in fact, they will do that. But what does it mean when the province does this? What powers do they have? What are they actually allowed to do? And when is democracy actually under threat? Let's ask someone who makes their living off of watching our democracy. Duff Conacher joins us. He is the director of Democracy Watch. Duff, what do you make of the news that came in uh, overnight that um, Toronto City Council will be cut in half uh, because the province has decided that? There's a lot of talk about, you know, democracy being under attack. This is what your expertise is in. Is democracy under attack? Uh, well, it's not the right way to make a decision democratically. Um, the, the whim of one person, that's not governing for the people, especially when there's no consultation with the people before the decision is made. So that's bad. It's not necessarily a decision that will hurt people, but um, with councillors being cut in half, unless their staff is doubled, it's pretty clear that uh, people with a problem or concern trying to get help from their city councillor will wait in line longer and will not get as good service because councillors will be serving twice as many people, and if their staff is the same, the backlog is going to be greater for sure. I mean, the one thing that they do have going is they've got three three one one. I mean, when I have an issue with the city, I don't call my counselor. I call three one one, and that's how I get my my services dealt with. And I I haven't actually thought of calling my counselor uh, since that service came in. Um, but no, let- that's true. Uh, but those who do seek help from their counselor, unless the counselor's staff is doubled, mm-hmm. then they will wait longer for sure because uh, those people um, likely have a backlog already that they're dealing with. Well, then let me play devil's advocate because, uh, you know, city council, uh, without consultation, decided to add more councillors. They were going to actually make three more council positions and uh, take the, um, uh, you know, geographically change the lines and, and make new ridings, etc. Wouldn't that also be then the same thing? Because they did not consult with anybody on that. Yes. I mean, but two bad decisions don't make one right decision. <laughs> so, um Doug Ford reversing that on his whim doesn't mean that that's a democratic reversal. Those are just bad decision-making processes, and uh, they shouldn't be allowed, actually. There should be a law that requires meaningful consultation with voters before significant decisions are made, and and that would slow down government decision-making, which in most cases would be a good thing, because when politicians decide, hey, I know exactly what's best in every single area of everyone's life, they usually don't, because people can't be an expert in everything. And And opening up uh, to hearing from voters usually leads to information coming out that makes the decision better. For those that don't know how this works, what is the the province's power that allows them to make this decision? Well, municipalities are created by the provinces. And so um, that's why municipalities pass bylaws, not laws. They are passing laws that they're allowed to pass by the power the province gives them. And so provinces can change things for municipalities in whatever way they want at any time. 
Um, but a good process to do that is to consult both with the municipality uh, and everyone in it before you do it, not just act on a whim. And would the mayor of Toronto, who seemed quite surprised by this, would he not have had to have known about this um, probably earlier than today, given the deadline for um, you know, putting in the paperwork was this afternoon? Um, not necessarily. Um, again, because the province is under no legal obligation to inform anyone in a municipality um, that they're going to change something about the municipality. But it's just undemocratic not to inform them and give voters a chance to give feedback before doing it. And what then power um, does the federal government have? I mean, we've got Adam Vaughan going out there today saying that the feds are going to go around Ontario uh, to stand with Toronto. And so do they have the power to, you know, quash this thing? Um, And if they do, what would that look like? No, under the Constitution of Canada, the municipalities are under under the power of the provincial government. The, not under the power of the federal government at all. So I'm not sure what he's saying. They may stand with the uh, city of Toronto, but that's all they can do is just stand and protest. They can't do anything legally to stop it. Right. And and when the mayor of Toronto then calls for a consultation and or a referendum, he really, th- that's just, I guess, language, because they can't do anything about this, Correct. Uh, Well, he can call for it, a consultation. Um, If a referendum uh, question was supposed to be, was going to be added to the ballot uh, in the fall election to have a vote on this before it was changed, that would have to be in the provincial bill um, because uh, any referendum question has to be proposed and finalized by March 1st of election year, and that deadline's already passed. So the rules would have to be changed by the province in the uh, City of Toronto Act Mm -hmm. uh, to allow such a referendum to occur. But um, we'll just see. Doug Ford can change his mind tomorrow and say, I'm going to do this instead. Uh, Again, wouldn't be democratic action to do that either. Um, That's why it should be a law to require meaningful consultation before big big changes like this are made. Locally speaking, I mean, anyone who knows Doug Ford from his council days, certainly in the last couple of years, would not be surprised to hear uh, this kind of announcement because he's always pushed for a uh, a smaller um, city council. Um, but yeah, again, there's, yeah, there's go no ahead. evidence that 25 councillors will make decisions any faster than 47 councillors. I mean, I don't know what he's thinking of, that, but there's just no study that would show that 25 people can can make decisions any faster than 47 people. Right. I mean, if, if that's his principle, then why not cut it to one? Because that would be much, much faster. So I think a lot of people would actually like that, so don't give any ideas. But <laughs> having said that, have you ever, where else would we have seen this? I think this is fairly unique in Canada, what we're watching. Yes, and actually I don't think a lot of people would like that. You just have one person in <laughs> no, the city just have kidding. all the power. I know, don't, th- don't send me your hate mail. I'm just that's kidding, I'm saying in jest. the dictator. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's no magic number in terms of number of voters that one politician can represent. Uh, but again, it doesn't seem to be a principled decision. He's not changing any other city councils. Uh, Ottawa is represented by 23 uh, councillors now and has a- about half the population of Toronto. Um, so that means Toronto councillors will represent twice as many voters as Ottawa councillors. So what's the principle behind Doug Ford's move? I don't understand it. Um, he should explain it, and a meaningful consultation would allow time for him to explain it and, and for people to give feedback on what they believe will be the consequences, what are the clear consequences, um, and uh, what are 
possible unintended consequences that maybe only a few voters have thought of, and that's why you have a consultation. So those things come out of the woodwork, and and the decision is improved as a result. We so haven't. It's a, it's a bad decision, likely made badly. Well, it, it may be popular with voters, but uh, it's definitely it's definitely caught a lot of people off guard. Well, it, they may save a bit of money, um, but if you need services from your counselor's office and now you're going to wait twice as long, well, that's a cost. So there's no decision that is cost-free. Um, things aren't only saved always. There's always a cost to the savings, and it usually means less service. You ever seen politics uh, like we have in the last seven months in, in Ontario? <laughs> No, no. I mean, Allison Redford in Alberta, I guess, might be the closest thing, or what yeah. happened in Alberta with Greg Selinger, uh, premiers that both resigned, pushed out by their caucus. Greg Selinger actually then ran for the leadership again, mm-hmm. which Patrick Brown hinted at doing. It was kind of, so kind of similar, but what ended up happening overall with the election as well in Ontario, no, it's, uh, I haven't seen anything like it in the last 25 years, that's for sure. Ontario is not a boring place to be these days. That's for sure. Duff, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Take care. That is Duff Conacher, Dem- Director of Democracy uh, Watch. Keep in mind, he, he is in Ottawa, um, so he might not have experience with um, Toronto Council, who can literally take one issue, like a spaghetti strainer, and talk about that spaghetti strainer for years and then cancel the spaghetti strainer, and then study again. And do, I mean, how, how often do we talk about transit? How I don't even know where we are in the city of Toronto on transit. We've talked about transit and undone decisions on transit so many times over the last 20 years. I don't even know what's being built anymore. Like, really, what transit line is actually being built? Is it Transit City? Is it the Scarborough LRT? I can't even keep up with it because I've purposely turned my brain off. I've given myself like a lobotomy on anything because they don't get anything done. Alex Pearson, and you're listening to Global News Radio.